Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A gaggle of Guelphites have recorded a tribute to the recently reunited group Ween. Guelph Ween Satan consists of 18 home-recorded songs spanning Ween's entire catalog, including contributions by Gregory Pepper and his problems, Nick Zubek, Jesse Bell Smith, Matt Manoogian, Jenny Omnicord, Tyson, and many more. Limited edition cassettes with artwork by Drawn and Quarterly Comics star Mark Bell are for sale at Royal Cat Records in Guelph, and you can stream or download this compilation for free at guelphweensatan.bandcamp.com. So go, listen to Guelph Ween Satan. Not now, after this podcast. After the podcast, go listen to Guelph Ween Satan and see what all of the fuss is about. The 14th Annual State of the Mall Benefit Concert is taking place at the E-Bar in Guelph on Saturday, December 19th. This year's edition features a reunion show by Evan Gordon and the Sad Clowns, and a normal show by Blimp Rock, plus the improv comedy stylings of The Making Box and stand-up comedy by Nick Flanagan. All proceeds benefit the Canadian Cancer Society towards leukemia research in memory of Sharon Marshall. Tickets are only available at the door and are $8 with a non-perishable food donation for the Guelph Food Bank, and $10 without. The show starts at 10 p.m. and is all ages, but the E-Bar, located at 41 Quebec Street, is not a wheelchair-accessible venue. For more info, please visit vishkana.com or bookshelf.ca. Otherwise, stay out of the mall on Saturday, December 19th. Creative Control with Vish Khan. Hello and welcome to episode 231 of Creative Control featuring a deep 
Emotional Raw Conversation with Evan Gordon. Evan Gordon is a gifted musician from Guelph who's a member of Islands and the band formerly known as The Magic. He's also the leader of The Sad Clowns, a crazed rock and roll band that is playing their first show in many, many years at the Stay Out of the Mall 14 benefit show in Guelph at the E-Bar on December 19th. Evan and I recently caught up uh, at the CFRU studios and had this conversation uh, in a uh, production studio. We weren't live on the air. We were in a production studio. And it's a frank conversation. It's occasionally disturbing. It's occasionally really funny and joyous. And I think you'll definitely learn a lot about Evan and where he's at. I learned a lot about him. I haven't really known where he's been, what he's been up to, what he's been thinking about music and stuff, and uh, that's what you'll hear. And you'll hear music by Evan Gordon and the Sad Clowns on this show as well. So here it is, myself and the great Evan Gordon. thing I wanted to ask you about was your being at CFRU. Because you have lived in Guelph for how long now? Uh, well, on and off for my whole life, yeah. Your entire life. <laughs> and is, was this station particularly pertinent or relevant to you as a young person living here? Uh, I, I mean, me personally, not so much, no. Um, but I've 
definitely been here. I've never had a show, but, uh, you know, back in the whole, like, Jim Guthrie days, he had a show, we, and, uh, I guess associated with it, all those, like, um, the UC 103 downstairs, all those kind of shows related to CFRU, but, no, I, ne- I never really clocked too much time for them. <laughs> definitely listened to a few shows, uh, Jimmy's, I'm trying to think of, uh, another one. Oh, recently I heard there's, like, this show that's, like, just all sort of drone music, uh, oh. for, like, an hour, or just, like, weird sounds, and I don't know what it's called, or when it, is when it, the uh, slot is. I wonder if it's on, is it, is it possibly on, uh, Wednesday mornings? Uh, no, no. A guy named Joel? Or is it all drones? It's just sort of like there's no talking. No just talking at all. Sounds. Oh. And uh, anyway, I heard that okay. recently. It was cool. <laughs> Jordan, so, my brother and I were driving around and uh, we actually stopped in the, and parked and just listened to it. <laughs> really? And droned out. Just yeah. droned out. That's kind of cool. Now you, you say you've lived in this city on and off. Uh, where all have you lived um, besides Guelph? Well, I went to Toronto for maybe two years. Tried that for a bit. I lived in uh, Perth, Ontario for just under a year, maybe eight months. What, what's a, I'm, I'm not totally familiar with Perth, I don't think. It's like a, sort of right between Ottawa and Kingston. Country-ish? Country, very country, yeah. You don't very, strike me as a country guy. I I want to be, and then... Uh, Ever, I tried it. I couldn't hack it. I I dream of being a country guy, but uh, part of being in because I I'm a loner, so that's like yeah. that's appealing. But part of it is like I think you gotta have cash to live in the country. There's the cash or the country, and then I and I'm I'm just thinking back to like you and I spent a few days in Austin, Texas, one year. And I remember you not seeming too into that either. Like the 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 swarm of people, the big city. So you're not yeah. country. And I, my my assessment would be that I'm not sure you're a big city either. No, no, I I struggle in a big city as well. So I guess this place, Guelph, is kind of the perfect uh, middle ground. Yeah, I would say because you can get uh, to the country within minutes. Yeah, or the city. Yeah, <laughs> within yeah, like an hour. So. Right. Yeah, and it's a. I've said this before, it's something of a boomerang town. I find that people often leave and then they come back. Yeah. Yeah, I've been noticing that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's a it's a lovely town. Yeah, it's I like got it. It's got an ease of something in the air. It's easy. A lot of changes though, like Oh, like so, what? Well, I've noticed since I've been back as I was away for a while, um just all these new places opening mm-hmm. up. It seems fancier. Yeah. You know, Fancy it's getting fancified. It's a, uh, is it being gentrified? Or? I, I would s- say, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's such a, a buzzword, right? But, right. Uh, well, I am, I get confused between gentrification and development. I don't think either of them are particularly great. Yeah. But like the south end of this town has always been treated as this weird place and it's just developing strip malls, more yeah. big houses and stuff like that. Yeah, that that's continuing. And even in the sort of downtown, I just notice it's like a little bit cleaned up, a lot of bistros opening up. Yeah. All they, the all my you know, all the old grimy bars and restaurants are 
flipping over. Yeah, you were, I, as I recall, you were among the people that seemed heartbroken that the Apollo 11, is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. The Apollo 11? I think it was just the Apollo. It was just the Apollo. Maybe yeah. there was... So there's like 11 and 13, right? Where the spaceships? Yeah. yeah, I think so. So I, it might, it might have been the 11. Right. Um, we can fact check. We can that, fact check uh, that later. But this was like a greasy spoon restaurant yeah. that had been around forever. Yeah. And when it shut down, you you didn't like the fact that that. Not at all. I I always went there, um, but I just just this morning heard some good news. I don't know if oh, no. if you heard. Oh man, what's the what, good news? In, in uh, the Mercury, uh-huh. the Guelph Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sun Sun, which is your, uh, that's your favorite place. It was. This, uh, used to be. Used to be. This this Chinese restaurant, uh, the buffet, it uh, <laughs> just shut down. <laughs> we would always go there as a, as a kid. Um, they had this great jello buffet. It's a bit of a contentious place, right? Yeah. There's a people like you, I don't, I don't know where you're going with this, but people have a strong affection for it. Yeah. Other people are like, it's the worst uh, it's a very like it's a very yeah. a spectrum with sunset. I was neither here nor there on that, but I read that because it it closed, as you know, mm-hmm. I and went are to, I still went to the morning. Last, <laughs> I went to the last day. Okay. Uh, let, can I just clarify? Because I know that you're <laughs> making me a sunset aficionado, and I am. <laughs> but like, I went to university here, and uh, in between like initially between 1996 and 2000, and um, the the people that owned Sun Sun were a family. Yeah. And they were lovely and they put a lot of care and energy into the food and the broccoli and bean curd dish uh was a marquee dish. Yeah. Did you ever have that thing? Oh yeah, definitely. Right. Um, so beautiful. Wait, know. were there like little cashews yes. in there? Okay. Okay. But I remember it. It yeah. was very well Good. done and uh, they made it really well. And I would eat there if I ate the buffet as a student. Yeah. At lunchtime. I would not need to eat for the rest of the day. Now, that is sure. not healthy, probably. I would no. camel hump. And, but I was just so full of the MSG and the grease that I was just like, I'm not hungry. Yeah. At 11 o'clock, we'd be in the library, my friend Jake and I, and we'd be like, should probably go get a snack at 11 p.m. We haven't eaten since noon. But uh, it was hard. Anyway, that family sold the business, and then a new family came along. I think it's the family that just sold it now. Okay. They began to take the marquee... Chinese food dishes off the menu, including the off the buffet rather, including the broccoli and bean curd, and would replace it with things like onion rings and French fries. Oh, they're the uh, the Americanization. Yeah, yeah. So I oh. stopped going because that. I yeah. mean, they were very nice in the end. Like I did, I started. We declared we. My friend Jake was in town. He lives out of town now. We went for kind of nostalgia's sake, and we declared that was it. We held a funeral for Sun Sun. We would never go there again. Um, but I did end up going a, a couple more times and they would give me the broccoli and bean curd on the house if I got the buffet. Wow. So there's a sweetness there. They were nice. Uh, I liked it, but a lot of people in the community, they had a night cart that was also very yeah, popular. Yeah, and that's sort of a, a common image of downtown Guelph is seeing the, the sun, sun styrofoam containers. Yeah. container. Um, anyhow, I, what I, what <laughs> I wanted to, no, that's, I just that's wanna great. Clar- I just yeah. want to clarify that, that I, I know it's not the greatest food, but, but you for have me, a, an affinity to that. And, and, and some yeah, of it was great. Some heart. of it was really sure, great. The green sure. beans, the spicy green beans. Oh, now you're making me sad. Yeah. It's gone. Okay. Well, forget about sorry, that sorry, because ahead. in its place, 
I was just imagining, okay, another bistro is going to open up, you know. Seems to be happening. Uh, but this uh, greasy spoon that is located in Freelton on Highway 6 called Breezy Corners that I've been to before. It's on the Love way it. to Hamilton? Yeah. Yeah. You pass it. It looks like a total yeah. weird, you know, country it's weird. Like a New England dump. home maybe, like a Cape Cod Yeah, home. a little bit of that yeah. going on. Anyway, they are relocating Sun Sun's location. So all good people of Guelph can look forward to a similar style of food and, uh, you know, affordable food as the Apollo. All-day breakfast. Yeah, all-day breakfast. Homemade, all from scratch, they claim. Yeah. There's a troubling quote in that Mercury article. Can I share it with you? Sure. The woman, one of the owners, I think she said it's a 50-year-old woman and they make food and they love making food and they have lineups around the block. They said, by the way, on the Father's Day weekend, they crack 9,000 eggs. That is... That's Seems like a, a lot, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a lot. So that's a lot of eggs. But she did make a comment that I found troubling. Okay, let's She see said that she wanted to come into downtown Guelph to open a restaurant because it's so hard to find great food in downtown Guelph. So as an outsider coming in, guns yeah. blazing, making fun of your neighbors, I'm not sure yeah. that's the best tactic. I'm not sure either, but... But I I can see where she's coming from because in in her mind, great food is is different than uh, like I'm I'm not a food fanatic. Mm-hmm. I don't really like eating. I don't eat very much <laughs> or often. But in you, my mind, you view it if as I, a burden or something. Yeah, it's just sort of a, a necessity. Sure. I've gotta I gotta do this mm-hmm. every every couple days. For your you health, know? you know, yeah. you need to do it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. For me, great food is something like that. Like a, uh, say for instance, like a ham sandwich yeah. for $4 at a place like that. So she she's not wrong when she says uh, that Guelph is could use some great food. I'm doing air quotes, but that doesn't go. But you've the had air. the food at Breezy Corners. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not great in terms of like zagat ratings uh <laughs> but right yeah, decent home cooked yeah it's a yeah, home cooked sure. it's a it's a, it's yeah. a more of a homespun food like yeah. it's not gonna i understand what you're saying it's yeah like, okay anyhow we'll we'll see how it all pans out uh, literally yeah <laughs> <laughs> how it frying pans out yeah. i i ask you this because i think of you as an authority on the city and as someone who's left I mean, you've left for musical pursuits. You haven't. Have you been sick of the city when you've left, or like, did you need a change? Or because you've lived in, you mentioned Perth, Toronto. You also lived in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I've spent uh, the last like two or three years a good deal of time there, um, but mostly, f- yeah, for for music stuff or work, as you could say. But anyway, what what were you gonna? Well, ask I was just about, asking if uh, you can assess why someone you kind of agree with this person who thinks guelph has something to offer when it comes to food yeah what is your general assessment of the city we've kind of established that you think you like it it's nice it's nicer than the country it's nicer than the city it's a nice (laughs) middle ground but you know you keep coming and going there must be a reason behind that like is where where do you think the city could be improved as someone who's lived here your whole life oh i see well see 
things are changing for me. My my priorities are shifting as I get older. So, uh, in the past, I I was always conscious of trying to you know if having like cool places or a cool thing like it was a a s- social uh priority you know so i i would think of guelph as i wanted it to be like you know i could go to a cool spot go to cool shows see cool people but i don't really care about that anymore so uh i'm i'm sure that that exists still but i i think um yeah there there's to me there doesn't seem to be like a sort of uh communal kind of like cool spot where like a, a cheers almost of uh of guelph where you could go could be like oh hey Vish, what's up hey whoever else is cliff uh, yeah <laughs> norm norman cliff um yeah, so so that's sort of my observation as I've been back and uh it used to be I thought for you the Jimmy Jazz. The Jimmy Jazz. Yeah, but I I can't go in there anymore. It's just like seems so foreign, you know. I don't But I mean, a lot of that might have to do with the fact that you don't like you've been out of town a, a while. Yeah, that's true. Your social circle for is sure. different, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anybody here really right. anymore, so. That's probably what's going on. Uh-huh. It totally is. But I'm I mean, the last time I, w- I was back here for a long period of time was last winter, mm-hmm. and I was in a totally different headspace. I was like, I I lived in uh, above Pipe Street Studios, uh, your, former Pipe Street Studios. This is your dad, uh, James Gordon's yeah, studio. Yeah. yeah, I lived above there. It was like deep winter. I would not go out at all. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't go anywhere. I would go like... If I went out, I would walk uh, the opposite direction, you know? Yeah, okay. Um, So, because I just, I didn't want to, I don't know. I was in a weird zone. I didn't want to talk to people. I didn't want to face the ghosts of of Guelph, I guess. But now, I want to be a part of it, you know? I'm going to be probably back for, you know, a couple more months. And I want to, like, you know, hang out. What happens after a couple more months? Uh... I'll go back to L.A. Oh, okay. And uh, we'll wind up uh, the Islands uh, stuff. Islands record? The band, yeah. Wind up? Uh, I mean, we, we the uh, promotion or whatever you oh. call that. The cycle of, because uh, we, we have records coming out. Oh, you have records coming out? Yeah. Right. I was trying to think of when, when was the last time an Islands record came out? Uh, five years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, right. And that was on, um, wait, was that the thing on Nick's? Yeah, that was the thing yeah. on Nick's own label, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Monke. Right, 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 right. Okay, so you've got more records coming out. So you'll be winding it up. Not yeah. winding it down. I got confused with winding up, winding down. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're ramping are, it back up to um, the activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so I'll go back down there to do, you know, take care of some promotional stuff. We'll do some shows, that kind of thing. So I, I don't know how deep into this you want to get, but I feel like... It's been so. One of the reasons we're talking now is because your band Evan Gordon and the Sad Clowns is coming back, so to speak. Yeah, it was kind uh, of it seemed to be gone. Oh, definitely. When was yeah. the last time you would have played a show or done something? I believe that the last show we played was one that you put on. Oh, uh, which would be with um, 
Ian Blurton band? Oh, right, right, right. What, what was that band called? It was uh, Ian Blurton and Huron equals yeah. Happy Endings or okay. Happy Fe- Yeah, something like that. Okay. It was like a one. I don't think yeah. they played many shows. Yeah, so I I, was I believe that was the last show we ever played. It must have been, what? Just, uh, five? Five years ago. Okay, maybe. okay. I, I, as time goes by, I totally... All these things, sure. all the years blur, and I, I can't say. I can actually picture that poster. Someone, probably John O'Regan, uh, I think, designed that poster. Sure. I, and and anyway, uh, it was, sorry, did, did the show break up the band? I hope not. No, it it was, um, I think I was moving on. I was I was leaving town, probably. Man, ah, that might not be true. I, <laughs> I was here for a while after that. No, I just... It was that show actually. I because doing this reunion, I uh, I thought of that show where um, because that show we we played that show, but I don't think we'd really played for a while before. That's that. right. And it was sort of a at comeback that, at the time. Yeah. And at that show, I was not feeling it. Oh. I I was like, I felt strange. I I I couldn't rock. I couldn't rock. You have um, this spirit of fun about you. You've uh, in your time in the time that I've known you, you always seem to be creating happening scenes, groupings, gangs, yeah, fun rivalries. Yeah, you, you do lots of fun I, rock and roll stuff. I did, but then that felt like the start of the of the end of that kind of. It petered out. Yeah, it petered out. I got more and more introverted, and I don't know. I and I lost that feeling of. of rocking and so this uh reunion coming up is more like it's it's basically like clayton who is the bass player and my good friend um he's been bugging me about it for so long as well you know the other guys and uh i keep saying ah i don't know i'm not really not really into it uh and then I was like, okay, what, what the hell? Let's do it. Um, so I'm, I'm worried, but not, not to worry you or the <laughs> listeners. I, I need to do something to bring that uh, spirit back of that sort of animalistic well, you're the rock one... and roll spirit because I, I'm so out of it. I feel uncomfortable. I haven't fronted a band since then. I haven't sang. I haven't played guitar you know, you've been doing mostly kind of. Um, I, I, you've been doing a lot of producing work, right, with your yeah. brother with for the magic, or what are you guys called now? The Gordon Brothers. You we know? got we got to come up figure with that name. out. Okay. Yeah, uh, the band formerly known as the Magic. Uh, yeah, not to be confused that other band. Oh man, uh, yeah, I heard them just now in the in the coffee oh, shop. Oh man, I'm sorry. Just, uh, they're, they're the re- the band Magic is the reason you've had to change your name. From the magic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you've gotten press and put out records a long time, I know ago. it's yeah. it's really uh, it, it's just another uh, blow to uh, yeah. It's <laughs> awful. I, no, it's fine. I it's weird because I even though they they're terrible in so many ways, I I kind of like them too. Even so. though they've even adversely yeah. affected your yeah. ability to play yeah. in the band, oh, it's wow. tough. Um, Love hate relationship. Yeah. So anyway, that that's a whole other thing. Okay, but, but sorry, let me just uh, finish my thought there. You've been doing some production stuff in Islands. You have a a musical role 
primarily, right? You're not yeah. singing? No, or? no. Maybe a couple, like, backups. backups okay. But, yeah, I've been a sideman. Which is interesting because you really, at the time, you were a really dynamic front guy. Yeah. And you've always been. Like, every band you've been in that you've been for sure singer, like, it's you're, you're a charismatic guy. Yeah. So that's... That does obviously uh, speak to something shifting within you. Yeah, I I think to give that up. Age, I mean, I think age has something to do with it. Just like getting older and and uh, mellowing out. Um, but also, yeah, just the lack of uh, experience and practice doing that. So I'm not I'm not nervous. Like I feel totally comfortable uh, doing it. But I just want to be able to bring that spirit back and not just sort of stand there uh, and uh yeah you know go through the motions yeah yeah so we'll we'll see i need uh have you been practicing already with the band we've had one practice and it was awesome we uh we didn't really prepare very much and within you know two times through each song it all came back uh immediately it was like you know it it's all in there somehow and we just could play and it sounded great so and having these kinds of conversations with people who come back to music they made a long time ago i mean in your case it hasn't been as long but yeah some people are like i haven't made music with this group of people in 20 years and we started and it came it just came yeah which speaks to a little bit of muscle memory but uh, i don't know chemistry magic yeah sorry i keep don't mean to use that word (laughs) um but there's something to that like you this is a special group the sad clowns for you yeah yeah it's it comes out of uh a sort of um it's almost like a gang or like a, a club, sort of, yeah. mo- more than a, a group. Um, even though I fronted it, it comes out of a time where we were sort of all just hanging out and, and we would spend all our time together otherwise. Yeah. And, and so it was, yeah, it was like a good, a good group based on adventure and friendship and, and teamwork, you know, so... Yeah. Uh it it's cool, but uh, I don't know. I I'm not that into the idea of just like throwing back, you know, uh, doing a reunion. I wanted to actually do all new songs and bring oh. and be like, "Okay, we're back. We're going to you know, we're going to th- we're new. We're back and we're new." But Time just got the best to me. I was... Uh, well, you're the one who proposed this show to me and another organizer that yeah. subsequently backed out of the show. But you mentioned that you, we really, the Sad Clowns really want to play Stay Out of the Mall, which is a annual benefit concert that I put on. And I was really, like, excited. And yeah. I did not think that that was in the cards. I didn't think to ask, you know. I never know where you are in the world. Yeah, I never. I, I really literally. I don't either. I, I never know where you're living. <laughs> you know, the last time I think we ran into each other was well, we probably saw each other in Guelph somewhere. But I think I, in fact, the last time I did see you, you probably didn't even know I saw you. You were just walking down the street in Guelph, and I went home and I told Michelle, my wife, I saw Evan today, Evan Gordon. Like I didn't know you were around, and um, but prior to that, you, the last time I saw you, you were in your brother's apartment in Toronto, working on magic. Or sorry, whatever the music that you're making with your yeah. brothers, yeah, and you were just like, yeah, I've just we just you had been doing it all night or all weekend or something. Yeah, that was uh, that was a long time ago though. That was like a year ago. A year ago in the 
late summer maybe yeah okay yeah so and then i know you're in la some anyway i just never know where you are you you approach us about this idea of playing a a basically a reunion show and i said yeah absolutely 100 percent. but i didn't know the motivation i didn't know if you had new stuff it sounds like to me clayton really got to you about it yeah that was sort of the the tipping point he kept uh getting on me about it and i was like no you know i don't really you know i don't know how to rock anymore i don't want to play all these old songs i don't really like them uh (laughs) you know just i was being a, a stick in the mud about it um but then i just was like what you know what the hell it'll be fun we'll all get together it's a chance you know i haven't seen like i haven't seen johnny uh john Merritt the the drummer i haven't seen him in forever you know it's just a it was i'm like let's just do it who cares and then immediately after i'm like but i'm gonna make a, a i'm gonna make a special uh rock opera <laughs> uh about called frozen in time yes that's uh, right that's yeah. what you're the subject of the email said uh-huh. kevin gordon sacknot's frozen in time that that's what happened after i because i I ran into um, the uh, other organizer you were mentioning, uh-huh. and um, he he was asking me about it. And I was like, I don't know. Then then I was like, okay, I, I know how to well, make this work. He was asking work. if you would play. Yeah, yeah. I just oh. ran into him, and I was like, no, uh, no, not gonna happen. Uh, right. Then I I changed my mind because I'm like, okay, can I can do? I'll have time. It'll give me a good chance to do a new project write some new songs, which I haven't written forever, um, get it all together. It'll be like a rock opera called Frozen in Time wow. about sort of literally about us, the sag clowns, being in this sort of frozen tundra world, uh, walking around trying to find where we are sure but also metaphorically about my life and our lives as a band being lost you know and anyway great idea i i like made it i did sketch out a couple songs but i was work i was was mixing the islands record um which i thought was i i finished like just a couple weeks ago I thought it was going to take two weeks. It took like five weeks. Oh. Uh, that just totally consumed. Were you mixing my... it on your own? Uh, no, with uh, in Toronto with Roger Levins, who did some stuff on the last Magic record. Right, right. Um, yeah, so we we just cracked into it, and it ended up just taking that long. And... Uh, so I was out, I, then, then it's like, okay, I'm done now. Then I contacted everybody and you, you know how it is now with, it's a lot different than back in the day when we were all just hanging around Guelph. It's like, oh, you guys want to practice? Sure. Let's meet up at the thrift store. Now it's like, everyone's doing other things. Everyone's in different places. When it comes down to it, we basically are just able to get together like a couple times yeah the weird thing about a band like yours or any band that hasn't been together in a while is you're not only recreating the music and and the vibe or whatever that 
conjures it, you've got to recreate some of those relationships. You've got to recreate those friendships. Exactly. And, I, and I've, yeah, to the point where, like, I hadn't t- talked to, I, I've hung out with Clayton. He's sort of my main pal back in Guelph. Um, but Johnny I hadn't talked to in, you know, maybe a year. Johnny's moved up to it, To Barry, yeah. yeah. He's got a kid. He's, you know. He's living a totally different life. Obviously, my brother I've seen a lot. But anyway, yeah, bringing everyone together. I just, in my imagination, I was like, okay, we'll get together. for. We'll all just spend two weeks together every day and work out this new thing. But that was totally, total fantasy. Hmm. That's uh, part of why... I can understand it's hard to have a band <laughs> of your own. Because so. in the past like year, I've worked on things very project-based, like with Islands or with The Magic. It's like, okay, for the next month, we're going to work on this every day. And that's how it goes, yeah, right? That's but this, I just expected it would be the same, but it's not. It's not anyway, out. that's not to say that this still won't happen. It's in the offing, potentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to just... Uh, two things. I don't want to do this show and then just stop playing with those guys right. again. But I also don't want to do this show and then just sort of book more shows and do the same old thing yeah. again, you yeah. know? I, I'm not at the point where I want to bring that back there's not really a point it, but the sad it served clowns, its time the but sad, i do want to hmm. play you know yeah the sad clowns though had a kind of underground rock aesthetic like real yeah. rock like yeah borderline what garage rock or i yeah. don't know like yeah it, sure it had that and sure the music you've made subsequent to that primarily has been kind of more synthesized yeah definitely slicker I've, pop yeah i'm way more pop soft rock if anything right you know right. but i i definitely have lost my edge in <laughs> there and also i don't to be honest don't have that much interest in in listening or playing loud rock music you know i i much prefer the uh more electronic and softer stuff these days but that's not to say that I don't appreciate it, and and maybe I could learn to. Uh, mm, this is interesting. <laughs> to bring that back, you sound a bit conflicted about all of this, and I that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I'm not losing sleep over it. No, but it, it it is a, it's a philosophical, uh, time for me when this is happening. Thinking about how I've changed personally and how sort of thing that's been reflected in what I've been working on. You know. I don't want to get, I don't know how deep into this you want to get, but it does seem to me that you've had a, I don't know, tumultuous five, six, seven years, personally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can you talk about what's been going on and and how it's Um, impacted you? Well, I think a lot of it has had to do with, uh, just like personally over the last six or seven years, just finding my way i mean my main how do i put this my main focus in life is is what i'm working on my music and things like that that's all i really care about and mm-hmm. i've never really been concerned with the rest of life <laughs> and uh and that's caused me problems but also 
Sorry, yeah. just before you continue, okay. how would you define the rest of life? Uh, that's you know, a big re- thing. Right. Re- uh, relationships with other people, uh, financial, you know, but, uh, stability, <laughs> uh, having a home thing, you know, the, the things that other people might be concerned with. You sure, know? sure. Uh, I've, ne- I've not uh, been on top of those things uh, for many years or ever. Um, but anyhow, so I've been so focused on, on my, I guess you would call it musical career, which is weird because I don't make any money doing it. But, uh, but all of those things have led, have ended or been, uh, wrapped in, in failure to some degree, you know, like nothing I've done has ever, uh, taken off and been like oh this is great i'm i'm on the gravy train everything's good you know so that's caused i mean yeah that's sort of the core of of my hmm. tumult yeah over over the past while which has led me sort of just dr- you know kind of just like drifting around for a long while Sorry, is it primarily the lack of financial stability that, because you seem like you're able to make the music. Yeah. Uh, you're able to find places to live. Uh, you're yeah. Able, you're able to do some stuff, but I gather that you feel the pressure of, the everyday pressure that a lot of us face. You say you don't really know, you don't really stay on top of it. But it does seem like you managed to get by without. For it. sure. But, I mean, I've, like, it, I if anyone else looked at my life, they would uh, see, maybe see it as strange. Like, I mean, I live in my mom's garage right now. Sure. In L.A., I don't, you know, I, people are like, oh, you live in L.A. How's it going down There's there? This... I don't, uh. Like I, I've never had a home there. I'm staying on people's couches. I'm, you know, I. It's not like, like, and I don't mean to lead people to believe that I've been, uh, you know, that especially here, people, because in Guelph, a lot of people don't leave. They think of it. It's like, oh, here's, here's Evan. He's living in L.A. And like when, when you know, if I'm out with my parents and they're talking to their friends, they're like. Oh yeah, Evan's back visiting. He lives in L.A., but you know I don't live there. I haven't had a home. Like I've been homeless for two years. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May seventeenth. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So. But homeless meaning... Like Not, I haven't been on the street, right, but right. I've relied on the kindness of like family and friends to. You have no fixed stay. address. No, you, you... definitely not. And if I wanted to, I couldn't. I don't have any money, so. That's. I mean. Yes, yeah. and I, I'm not bummed about it though because I've been, I've been able to do what I want to do, which is working. That's what I'm getting on at. Music, yeah. You no, don't, you don't seem bummed. I'm not. I'm not bummed, but. It is definitely uh, a strange and uh, lonely and confusing life, you know, to be not able to ever settle down or like it. The craziest thing is being, you know, being I uh, in the last couple of years, I've toured a lot, too, yeah. which it's like talking to people. It's like, oh, it's great. You go on tour and you don't have to pay rent anywhere. Sure. You know, you're just on the road. And, yeah. and I love being on the road. But then. At the end of a long tour, talking to everyone else, they're like, oh, I can't wait to go home. And I'm like, I can I can wait. Like, yeah. I want this tour to last forever because right. I have, like, a motel room to stay in every night. And now I got to figure out what I'm going to do, you know? Well, so. the flip side, though, is that I think you did try what I would call conventionally settling down. Definitely. You've had the odd job here and there. Yeah. Uh, nothing. I don't think you've. Have you ever had a job where you thought, I could do this for the rest of my life? No. You've had kind of <laughs> odd jobs? Yeah. I mean, I, I I worked in a, when I was really young, I worked in a restaurant. The last sort of real job I had, I, I uh, delivered pizzas and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And then yeah. that enabled you to live outside. Yeah. Of, yeah. You could totally. make your I, music. I paid yeah. rent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you tried that. Uh, working jobs, uh, whatever, settling down on some level, that obviously didn't appeal. To, I guess I'm, I, I gather that didn't appeal to you either because you abandoned it on some level. You stopped yeah. that stuff and decided just to focus on your music. So I just want to get clarity. When you describe this lack of, uh, you know, not having a home, I can't tell. I don't think you're romanticizing it. I think you're being real about it. Yeah. But what do you want? Like, do you want, do you, when you're, when you're yeah. doing this, when you settle down, you wanted to, a wilder life. When you have the wilder life, let's call it a wilder life. Yeah. You are like talking about how it's a bit of a strange life. Yeah. I guess, I guess like most people, maybe I want what I don't, uh, don't have or, and then when I do have it, I want the opposite, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I just want a, a bit of a balance, but I think as I'm talking to you now after a long year of of drifting around and and then coming back here and you know having not really like i mean i like my parents sort of downsized and got a a very small house and oh they moved out of the yeah yeah and it's like so i'm you know it's fine it's great but it's like i want uh yeah, I think I want a little bit more, like maybe even just for a bit, like a, a home, you know, just to maybe just for a, a few months to be able to just 
have a spot. I, I really like being alone, I think. And it's, it, it doesn't jibe well with my lifestyle lately because I can never be alone when I'm relying, when I'm living or staying with other people, right? Like, you, I, do you mean alone or uncommitted, so uh, to speak? Just, I mean, a solitary, yeah, alone, just it's me. All alone. Yeah. You don't, okay. Yeah. Nobody around. No, you prefer yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I would. Now, you have an interesting uh, trajectory in that you, your father, James Gordon, is a well-known folk singer, songwriter, and he's yes. traveled the world playing music as a, Yeah, you know, people know his work, they respect his work, and he's done rather well for himself. He's in politics now. Mm-hmm. He's a city councilor. City councilor, right. You, and like you went to school to, what, high school? I dropped out of high school. You dropped out of high school. As so, soon as I could. And I'm not trying, I'm not, this is not a psychology session. I'm not trying to, yeah. I'm not trying to get to the bottom of your issues here, but. Yeah, see, I wouldn't mind if you did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm the best equipped. Yeah. I'm going through some stuff myself where I don't know what I'm doing uh, or what I think about myself sometimes. But anyway, my, you see your father living a musical life. Yeah. And it seems probably pretty free form. It seems like he's con- he's got a conviction for what he's doing. Uh, but w- do you think you were emulating that in any way? Like a lot of people rebel from their parents. You actually became a musician. Yeah, well, it, it was definitely uh, an in- inspiring to see that, uh, you know, because he he's always been like an entrepreneur too, right? He, he, uh, he does like he just he he works hard at it and he he does it all himself like he's not had any help or much help from anyone else so growing up it was like uh oh yeah uh, i can do this because some i have right there an example of yeah so yeah definitely i know what you mean like people you might wonder if, since he was a folk singer, I would rebel and become like a bank, an investment <laughs> banker or sure. something. But you know, it it's great because also like we grew up and still, my parents live very modestly and don't really buy into that whole the whole like uh, American dream or Canadian dream. Sure. Or, you know, so that's been inspiring and and a really positive influence on me to know that. Uh, you know, they they were, he and my mom were able to raise us and, you know, make things work for themselves just by, you know, he did what he wanted to do and, but and pursued that. He's so. had uh, some stability. Like that, that, yeah. that he, your, your father, I think, encap- or kind of exemplifies this sort of on the road existence, but also your mom was at home, right? Yeah. And, and kind of having a day job. Yeah, definitely. So that's kind of the two worlds that you're interested in. Yeah. Kind of coming together. Yeah. I don't know what I'm after here, to be honest. I'm just trying to figure out what you want and, and how I can get it for you by the end, <laughs> end of this interview. Um, but it's good. You, you sort of feeding it back to me makes me realize that I don't want... I, I, I guess, you know, I, I wrestle with like, depression as i'm sure everyone does uh and at the start of this year i was like miserable Mm -hmm. i was hanging out in that uh shed pipe street 
uh, all by myself. It was freezing. Then I went to LA and I back to LA and I was like, oh, this is going to solve all my problems. I was miserable there. There's nothing going on. Then, uh, then things started picking up. We, we recorded two Islands records. I went on tour with Nick. I, uh, then I came back and mixed this. Ever so, basically from like June to right now, I've been constantly busy. Right. And I've been totally satisfied, com- completely satisfied. So I th- I think the answer is I I don't really care about any of that other stuff. I'm happy with my life so long as I can keep busy, which is not entirely in my control. And is a major problem because it's not like I care about even having money from that, uh, from those ventures. That's not the the issue. It's just that constantly the things I'm working on are bombing, so to speak, and then I'm not able to keep working on them, or or they they can't sustain themselves. So then I can't do it. You know, like we can't the magic or the new magic, whatever we're called. We can't afford to make a, to finish our record or to play shows or anything. We're busted. So it's not like we care about really it making money. But if it if there was a demand for that and we'd be on the we it would be awesome. Just my brother and I, we could hit the road. We could work. We could do it. We could be busy, right? But but there's not. We don't have a booking agent. We don't, you know, it's yeah, yeah. not like it's all that stuff, which I wrestle with who to blame for all that. But lately I've not been full of like anger and, and, uh, you know, I, I haven't really, I'm not jaded about it. I'm just like, oh, that's how it is. It's a, it's a crazy world, the music industry. We're obviously not working hard enough at it or some, something's wrong. But anyway, the only problem I have right now is that I don't care about, you know, where I'm living or not living, if I'm making money or not. It's just that I want all these projects I'm doing to be successful enough that they can perpetuate themselves, you know? And, and your brother, Jordy, must does he go through the same stuff that you're going through right now in terms of thinking and talking about this stuff? Uh, n- no, I mean, I, I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to like throw him under the bus but he has a lot of problems talking about it like we, we he doesn't like to talk about it he doesn't right. he doesn't like to if i bring it up we it doesn't go well ever and he's sort of i mean his priorities have sort of changed in the last while because he's settled down he's he's got a partner and he's got a home so he's more concerned with that sort of thing that which makes sense like i'm i'm not uh bitter about it or anything at all but um yeah he he gets very discouraged if if we bring it up so he i I think he would like the same things as me obviously he would love it if we could just uh play you know it, it would be a dream the two of us we can go on the road we can do whatever but he in he can't see that as a as a reality 
right well, now. I do. I do think for you, like in the course of this conversation, it occurs to me that music and the various ways you make it and play it, touring, whatever, it's a form of escapism for you, isn't it? Yes, definitely. <laughs> like definitely. you, I mean, as long as I've known you, there's been a dark tinge to your music, and then over the years, it got more and more fun. Yeah, like it became this like let's just revel in the joy totally. of life, really, yeah. and. And then you say you lost that spark at yeah. some point with the sad clowns. And then as you're talking about what you enjoy about making music and producing stuff, it's really, you want that tour to go on forever because the end of the tour is reality. Yeah. So there's a weird, I, I, I guess a lot of people view music as not necessarily practical, but they do it because there's an inherent need within them to do it. Yeah. And now you're at a point where... <laughs> You have to figure out if that need is still there. Yeah, you you should become a, a rock therapist. You'd <laughs> totally hit I mean, that on the head. But I just, um, I don't know what it means for you in your future because there are people, like you mentioned, not knowing if, who to blame or you've given up blaming people. We deal so much as music fans with cult heroes, with people who don't transcend a, yeah. a small audience and we don't know why they're just as talented if not more than the people that seem to be doing well and at some point i don't know how you deal with that as someone who like spends five weeks mixing a record after you've probably spent whatever a year putting together the song and then to have it come out and then just be like nothing yeah i don't know how you deal with that i i don't know either and this sort of i mean nick and i talked a lot and dealt with this on our on this last we did a tour to promote his solo record. This was with Ted uh, Leo and Amy Mann, that no, one? No, no, oh. this was more recent than that. He released another solo record. Oh, right. City of Courts. So right. we, we did like a pretty long, like a five-week tour of, of America off that record. And it was abysmal. It was... The attendance. Yeah. It the was, experience was okay. Yeah. No, well, I guess they go hand yeah. in hand. I mean, I mean we, and Nick is just so, coming off of like he made the serial yeah. music, like the music for the yeah. serial podcast. So if anything came out of that, it was we had daily discussions about all this, you know, about how how are we going to deal with this? We're coming out and we're we're going to release two records, Islands records that we're really proud of. We're it's like the best things we've ever worked on simultaneously it's, or yeah oh yeah, yeah simultaneously i don't have all the details sure, sure. right now but um yeah and we're like sort of looking at it it's like for him it's like this is my last j stab at this you know if it but not in a not in a disheartening way it's just like we try this um you know, it, we do what whatever we can. It's never working. So we're like, I don't know. I feel like I'm expecting it to not transcend whatever it, the pa it has in the past. But I would like it to, obviously. Right. Sure. But but I think I don't know. I think we're getting to the age where we're comfortable with it just being how it is, but not in the way where it's like oh, well, we're getting older, we can just give it up and settle down. Or Like, I or we will never be able to do anything else. I'll always be able to work on music, but I, I can't... It's too painful, honestly, to keep getting disheartened whenever things don't work out for me because it, it's, 
it's really emotionally troubling. Yeah. So I think, I think I've just kind of shut it off. It's like, well, I did my best, worked really hard on this record. Same, same with everything I do. I work as hard as I can on it, even knowing that it might not go over well. But yeah. if it doesn't, I don't know. It's always a bummer. But I used to, when I was younger, I know you say like I, you know, I was like more fun and, and positive, <laughs> but I was also a lot more fiery. Like I, I would hate, you know, if I'm reading music rags or blogs or listening to things that are popular, I would, I'd have so much hate for those for and and i guess jealousy or envy like a lot of uh classic deadly sins based around what i was hearing i'd be like that's this sucks this is terrible right i would i would be like you know this is awful they don't deserve this but i don't think like that anymore it's like not you know that's not my place to judge that it's the the one thing that you can't control is external considerations of your work exactly yeah so i mean i think the people who are like hey uh megan trainer your song about the bass thing crazy like what what how why and i imagine she must after giving the diplomatic answers but in like she'll say whatever she says but really it's like i don't know yeah, it just totally. was the right time, right? It's all timing, luck, and sure, and the hook, and you got it. It's, it's you know packaged in a way, but like that, no one talks about that song now. It's gone. Like, yeah. it's everything's yeah. fleeting and strange, and we don't know when. We don't really know when things are gonna take. Yeah, even if you write the best song ever, I know you've you've written some of my favorite songs. You and your brother, okay. for sure, have written some of my favorite songs, and they mean something to me and they mean something to a small group of people or, or, you know, maybe it's a larger group than you think. I guess the numbers tell you yeah. what they tell you. But, so, but I hope you don't, it's, it's, it's crazy. Well, like, so you don't want people to stop, but the yeah. reality of what they're doing is not something that we all consider sometimes. So my idea that I've had in the last couple months to counter this is to just, uh, put out and create as much as possible, which is something that when I was younger, I used to do and all my peers used to do. Without any thought, we used to put out records, make them, just instantly put them out. But then, and stuff, yeah. Yeah, but then as you get older and more involved in the music industry, there's this sort of layer of like thought that goes into it. It's like, well, we got to time this right. Yeah, we yeah, got to yeah. do this. Which has led to, you know, the the whatever the magic we could have had. We finished a record like a year ago, but didn't put it out. Anyway, what I'm thinking, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. Yeah. And this, this is what I've been thinking a lot lately and for the new year, my new year's resolution. I'm going to start a, a label, like a band camp label, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's easy. It's attainable. I can do it. And then I'm just going to start as much as I can with all the people I like to work with making music and putting it out. Right? Nice. Great. What, what else can, can I do? And, yeah. that, and that's the only thing I really care about anyway is focusing on that. But I've always been frustrated about what to do with it after. But this just seems like a simple, direct way. That's do it out. Sack Clowns, the new magic... Uh, Whatever else, you know? Yeah. That's what that's what I think I'm going to do. It, and then I'm hoping just by the volume of the output, then eventually something might 
huh. take off because huh. I, I I sit around and I'm like, well, why, you know, why didn't the magic like take off? And I'm like, oh, yeah, because we didn't we made a record a year ago and didn't put it out or like didn't, you know, it, it's there's a lot of self blame too that can go around but i think yeah anyway that's my resolution is to just maybe not uh, overthink as much exactly with uh like if that. i create this outlet for it then i don't have to overthink things because there's nothing at stake and it's just it's just like data on a on a mainframe somewhere right, right? you know i could do i could go and i sort of try i like well, I was dicking around in L.A. like maybe, I guess it was last spring. I had a, like a couple weeks to kill and I made like a instrumental like electronic album called Shed that was not very good, but it wasn't very bad. But it was just like, oh, I'll just throw this up, you know. And, right. I, and I mean, it didn't go over that well, but it didn't. Who cares? Like, it doesn't go badly. It's not like I have anything invested in it. There's no boxes of vinyl sitting around. There's no, there's nothing on the line, so. Right. Anyway, so the, so this is what I want to do. Okay. Um, And then I, I need, I guess part of going back to what you were asking about uh, my life, what I wanted, something that is difficult for me is having a place to work out of right you don't have your studio anymore your, no. your dad's studio anymore. no yeah so i've like and that's something that if i want to work on stuff <laughs> i need a place to work and i've been fortunate working on the island stuff we we had some budget so we were working out of studios which is obviously where i prefer to work but i don't care like i need just whatever the fundamentals so yeah, yeah. so this is something that uh uh, it's not preventing me from doing things. I mean, I can make things work wherever, but ideally in my, you know, when you dream about what you want, right? You probably do that. Yeah. You you sure. daydream. That's what I want. Is a, it's not like, a, a, it's not over the top, but just like a place, a headquarters, let's say. Yeah. For, which in the past has been like, pipe street my dad's studio we did tons of stuff in there it was very modest we did tons of stuff there the thrift store we kind of had a a clubhouse yeah in there we worked out of there but now before the city tore it down exactly um that's what i that's what i think more than a home i don't care like i could sleep on a sleeping bag on the floor i need i need a spot guelph seems like a good place for it but it could be literally anywhere in the world right i think okay yeah i mean that's an encouraging note to kind of wrap this up on i like the idea that we went in a place where you're like i don't know what to do and now you have a plan (laughs) yeah for 2016 totally yeah make uh make as much music as possible find a a spot find a spot we gotta help you find a spot yeah i guess uh the listeners could uh (laughs) You know, if they're drive, if they're riding by and see somewhere, but I don't, I don't have any money. Yeah, like, that's I don't, it. That I, could be an issue. I've, I made like, honestly, I made like three thousand dollars this year, four thousand tops. I didn't. I spent it on like, you know, like food. Nothing. You know, yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, again, I was hoping we would end on an encouraging note. Oh, yeah, right, right. Take Sorry, it down I keep... To another, uh, uh, no, um, I, I, that's, that's, that's... Say it's it's great. Who needs... Who cares about money? It's not important. <laughs> it's, it's, right. it's discouraging to hear that from you, but I'm encouraged by the fact that you don't seem to be letting that get you down somehow. I, yeah. I don't know what I would do. I, I'm a family guy with a... I'm not the family guy. I'm not Peter Griffin, but I have <laughs> two kids in a house, and uh, yeah. and I don't have... I don't feel like I have options right. uh, to not work somewhere. Yeah. So uh, the fact that you're making this work somehow, I have to say, is encouraging. There's, Great. There's that's, some level of courage involved in it. And... That's good to hear because on sometimes when I if I get self-conscious about it, I think, oh, I must seem like such a dirtbag. Like, why don't I just get a job like you know i must seem like a slacker or something no but, you look good it's... you look fantastic i think you're looking good these days and i and i hope that uh you know stylish as always i think that yeah. you're pulling something off i'm trying here. to i'm trying to gain a bit of weight though it's been uh <laughs> that's my mission this holiday season so good i've uh but it's not working There's, for a month I've tried this. Uh, i know you're trying to wrap this up no. but, uh, <laughs> um i just wanted to tell you uh, about my donut diet. Oh no! <laughs> so that's because I I can't I can't. Uh, I mean, part of it is poverty. I I don't really have the funds to like eat a lot. And now I'm staying with my parents, and they eat very small meals. Right. So they're small people. They're small people. Um, small appetites. Great food, but small small portions. So I've been just trying to as often as I can, smash as many donuts as possible. Because uh, I, I think somewhere uh, in my memory I read like some actor was had to gain weight for a role and he did that. That was his secret. Yeah, uh, I know who you're... T- I, don't I don't remember I who I think it, it was but... Christian Bale for that um, American Splendor movie. Okay. That great. was one of them. Yeah. I'm sure there's... Uh, yeah. Because so, that guy always is kind of like he—he's very fit. Usually, he was Batman. The guy was Batman. Yeah. But then for that movie, I think he just ate donuts, or yeah. maybe it was De Niro and Raging Bull. I don't remember. It's probably uh, a famous and often used uh, right. weight gain technique. I mean, you but, go to you go to L.A. enough, maybe you can talk to like an acting coach. Sure. Yeah. About saying I want to gain yeah. weight, or you can get the uh, the Weird Al fat suit from the fat video. <laughs> talk to Martin Scorsese. Maybe he'll. Uh, yeah. Scorsese, will know what to do. Okay. Anyway, I those are good goals. I think you're trying to take care of your health. I well by eating donuts. But I don't want. I like a good donut. Yeah. I like going to Toronto and going to the donut stores. Sometimes I make a habit of going to the donut stores. So I, sure. I'm with you on it. But uh, I I should probably end this by saying I'm not sure personally if eating nothing but donuts is the best idea for you. But if that's what you okay. want to do... You well, you've had do. nothing but good advice otherwise, so <laughs> I appreciate that. And I'll, I kind of want to go have a donut. We should go have a donut right now. Yeah, do they have them here? They have the, 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 not, they have the hockey player donuts. The guy, the hockey player that made the donut company? Oh, Eddie Shack. Yeah, yeah, they've got Eddie Shack <laughs> donuts downstairs, so maybe you and I should go have a donut. Okay. Is there a, a sad clown song we can go out on? Oh uh, yeah, do you have do you have that here? I can uh, get it. Yeah, I have classical okay. gas mask and booty shorts at yeah, home. Yeah, it's funny because I I've been uh, yeah, sorry, I keep talking. I had so much tea. Uh, <laughs> no, it's great. This is you're um, supposed to talk. Yeah. So I recently re- revisited these albums because I haven't like I hadn't listened to them is since the back in the day, and I had to because we're learning the songs and. 
I kind of I I was not totally satisfied with those records because I made them very quickly yeah. and also as as a singer I don't you like you know that thing where if you're the singer you your voice sounds weird to you Absolutely. I had that thing but sure. I think enough times pass I'm like whoa these are uh these are good records. Yeah, they are. Bo- good. Booty shorts, not so much. It, there's a couple great songs on there. Um, so I'm trying to think of in in my uh, spin around recently, which one has been my favorite song. I I don't I don't like how silly all the words are. So that it's like I'm I'm almost like embarrassed by them sure. in a way. So it's like I want to be like play this song, but. Um, I mean, you can contextualize it by saying, you know, this was written in 2005 right, or whatever. Ten years ago, I was just a you were child. A, you were I, a, I didn't know any better. I didn't have the the uh, emotional maturity. Sure. Or, you can, uh, at this in, point, you can deal in so, it and just change all yeah. the words to things that apply to you now. Right. So, you can do whatever you want. Okay. I mean, not so, for the... Con- I yeah, think we'll yeah. just play a song from the old thing, but... It, there's okay. no reason why you can't alter your lyrics now if you don't like what you're saying. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that for the show. <laughs> I'm gonna change them, all the all the silly ones. Yeah, if to you you could change something it. Good. Why not? So um, you can do whatever you want. They're your songs. Okay, so I think I'll let you decide, but I'll let you know wh- which two songs. Um, two songs. Oh, you want wait. me to pick between the two? Yeah, okay. I'll just tell you. Um, so class classical gas mask has a lot of a lot of good songs it's really good it's like I'm a, fond of it i mean I, I made it but i'm talking as if i didn't make it because it's me it 10 years feels ago. like it yeah. wasn't you i um, only have uh and i'll show you a photo i took of it uh, on my phone in a moment but uh i have a cdr of it in your sharpie okay that's all i have yeah. i don't know if it was pressed any no. other way oh no, that was it, it wasn't yeah okay yeah so that's uh, what i have okay yeah anyway uh yeah what uh, so i think um I think I'm going to say Get It On, sure. which is a stupid sort of blues rock song about, y- you know, having mm-hmm. intercourse. <laughs> um, and it, with the most cliche words, it's like going downtown on a southbound train. Mm-hmm. Like, that's dumb. It's really dumb. But <laughs> me and Andrew Collins, who co-produced a record with me, we worked on it up at his farm. And it is Oh, there's awesome stuff in there. There's this yeah. part where it like skips like a CD uh, kind of, and then there's all this backwards guitar soloing at, near the end of it. It's like it's pretty good. Is so, there Wurlitzer on there? Yeah, there is. There's a that drives the whole thing. It's a it's nice Andrew, solo. Yeah, a couple of solos in there. Yeah, well, there's an organ solo that that I did as well. It's yeah, it's so I would say that one, even though there are some more. Uh, more subtle songs sure. on that. Yeah, you could play that one. Then on booty shorts, if you, uh, which is I don't know what I was thinking, calling a record booty shorts. You were into it. You I had a booty silly. shorts. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, w- I was silly, which is good. Um, it's fine. So there's a song on which is the centerpiece of that record, which is more like an EP called "Traveling Back in Time." Yeah, I think this is the one that you should play. It's sort of like a. It it's the kind of thing that I want to make is uh like a it's like a mini rock opera yeah. sort of about uh different ta- traveling through time like yeah. literally yeah. time travel yeah you have that uh, you have an interest in temporal shifts and yeah. stuff like that yeah so 
that it's cool because it's got so many different sections and they're all sewn together. And I'm quite proud of that one. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go with that one? Sure. Let's go with Traveling Back in Traveling Time. Traveling Back in Although Time. Although my singing's kind of bad, but just bear that in mind. Ten, <laughs> ten years. It's going to be, know. you can change it all now. You should re-record those records if you don't like them. No, no. Only move forward. Oh, I can't. Move forward? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, this is Traveling Back in Time. And uh, Evan, thank you for being on this show. Oh, it was my pleasure. It was great to talk and to, you. to you. And thanks for bringing again. the Sad Clowns back for, for a show in Guelph. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about it. I hope everyone comes out because they'll never might never see it again <laughs> i think we'll see yeah. it again. we should right <laughs> yeah i hope we see it again okay okay well thank you for being on the show oh it's my pleasure see ya atop the hill i saw the cold black towers i stand among the surfs traveling back in time Just like ours And I felt their hurt Traveling back in time And in the shadows of their lords Life's decided by the sword And happy times are few and far between So I'll set my clock to better days Give a friendly wave I'm traveling back through Dusty road Cotton pickers in the sun Traveling back in time These folks will never reap What they have sown And I felt their hurt Traveling back in time the fire at night dreaming of a better life wondering what tomorrow holds see the mansions in the town ladies in their evening gowns music cutting through the cold it seemed quite unfair us down here and them up there so I'm traveling back
That was Traveling Back in Time from the record Evan Gordon's Booty Shorts, which came out many years ago. When did this thing come out? Let me just check. I'll just open the CD. I can't. That's nothing. It's a CDR. Everyone used to put out CDRs. Remember that? It's just like... It's a CDR. It says uh, Maxell CDR. 80 minutes. 700 megabytes. And then uh, Sharpie. Booty Shorts. Evan uh, Gordon, what a what a what a thoughtful guy, and he, I don't know, I don't know what to make of Evan sometimes. Guy's a genius. I, yeah, it's hard when you interview a genius and they sound down on their luck. It, hopefully, you like that, and we'll go see them when they play this uh, benefit concert I'm putting on in Guelph. Stay out of the mall, 14, and uh, that's happening on uh, Saturday, December 19th, at the E Bar, as we mentioned. You can learn more about it at my website, Vishkana. And you can learn a little bit more about Evan and his various projects via the podcast post for this episode on my website as well. If you want to listen to and continue to follow Creative Control with Vish Khanna, you can. We're on iTunes. We're on audioboom.com. You can figure out which episodes you want to check out on on my site, vishkhanna.com. There's a Patreon page. Uh, You can go to patreon.com to make a flexible monthly donation. I'd like to thank... uh, Dave Donahue recently for making such a donation and his kind words Dave I owe you an email I will answer you right away uh, maybe after I'm done doing this thanks for the message it meant a lot and thanks for your contribution uh, also we have t-shirts for sale you can figure out if you want a t-shirt at vishkana.com or again the creative control patreon section patreon.com creative control vishkana uh, the show is on Facebook. The show is on Twitter, at Vish Creative. I'm on Twitter, at Vish Khanna. You can listen to a version of this show every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time on CFRU 93.3 FM in Guelph and also at CFRU.ca around the world. Uh, I think I'm going to do one more episode and then uh, take a break for the rest of the month. And I think that uh, if all goes well, that final episode will be a long night with Vish Khanna episode featuring appearances by... Nick Flanagan, Haley Kellett, also uh, Casey Messia, and Denise Benson, and uh, stand-up comedy by Matt O'Brien. So that's what's coming up next on the show. And then, as I say, my hope is that I get to take a break and uh, that uh, you will catch up on episodes maybe you haven't checked out while I'm gone. And don't forget me while I'm gone. Maybe I should get Alan Frew on the show from Glass Tiger. That would be good. All right, that's it. I will uh, talk to you very soon. Have a good one. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.